This podcast is powered by EG Consults, the digital group is our business, our business. Hello creative influencers, my name is Mami Ufwa and I welcome you all to our podcast. In here, we explore the latest trends and insights in the creative space with experts and influencers across Africa. So, I urge you to subscribe and rate our podcast if you haven't done so yet and you will never miss an episode. Also, you will be among the very first to be picked when we begin sharing our goodies and giving shout outs. To subscribe to our pod on Spotify, just click on the plus button below our logo to follow and activate your notification bell after that rate us with a star button on apple podcast subscribe by following us with a button on the top right corner and scroll down to rate us there finally on google podcast search the creative lens if you don't have the link and click to subscribe thank you so much for listening to our podcast and for being part of our amazing community we hope you enjoy our episodes and we look forward to hearing from you in our comment section. How many songs were inspired by you? How many tears were inspired by me? How many nights were you won't forget and you never ever remember again? How many times were you done with this? How many reasons you for leave but you stay? Uh, but I'm good at doing just one thing and that thing is loving you. So for your love, I don't need to no know perfection. Girl, your love be my obsession. Think I told you my confession, oh baby, oh. So for your love, I don't need to no know perfection. Girl, your love be my obsession. Welcome once again to the Creative Lens Podcast. My name is Kwame Atu, your host. And this is your favorite Creative Arts Podcast. And I'm always glad when I take the mic and telling you my thoughts and bringing you speaking entertainment is, is it's a personal hobby. Yeah. Um. So today we have some things to clear before we'll go on to our topic. But I believe you've seen the topic already. And uh, you know, you have a guest. You have done success with us today. Uh, we are going to talk about music publishing. And it's not going to be about music alone. The conversation will be broad. We will go into other sectors that uh, publishing also affects. So... This is a full-packed show, um, and I believe you are going to enjoy it. But before that, um, I want to give a quick shout-out to Mifia Kese. Mifia Kese is a SAC native, and she celebrated her birthday within the week on Wednesday, I believe. I reached out to a couple of friends of Efia so that uh, they would celebrate her, or we would celebrate her on this podcast. So... And if you say that she'll be speaking trees, well, if you I want to him them a fancy, so I can't be speaking tree. <laughs> By the way, so uh, here are some birthday wishes that I got from your friends. Stick and listen. Happy birthday to Ifia Kesley. 
I pray that the good Lord will grant you many, many more years with long life, beautiful memories, and greater opportunities. I pray that whatever that you are wishing and secretly praying for, may the good Lord help you out. I wish you a very, very happy birthday and a blessed year ahead. Much love. Hey, Afia Kesi, wishing you a belated happy birthday. I hope you had a good one. And uh, I pray the Lord blesses you with uh, long life, gives you strength and uh, more grace and grace to your elbow to be able to carry on with this thing called life. And uh, enjoy and uh, cheers to another 365 days from now. Hopefully we'll be in a better place, better position to enjoy life. Much, much more happy belated birthday. Yo, yo, this is Big Cabby. If you are kissing, Big Cabby wants to say happy birthday. What I say? This is from your boy Big Cabby. So what I say? Sack Nation President. I'm going to wish you happy birthday. I'm coming on holiday. What I say? I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to kiss you. So what I say? I'm going to wish you kiss you. Big ups. Hi, happy birthday, dear bestie. If you are kissing, wishing you more life, more money. Enjoy your day to the fullest. I love you. Good morning, if you are happy birthday from Father Success. Yame Bible loves you. May God bless you. Have a good day. Indeed, indeed, Sack Nation loves you, Ampa. If yeah, so you heard at the tail end of the VN Father Success, we said Sack Nation loves you, and it's true because all these VNs came from Sack Nation. And um, so, also, Father Success mentioned that um, he wishes you speedy recovery. For those of you who don't know, Mephia um, was involved in a terrible incident some months back. And we are glad that, um, by the grace of God, um, she's speedily recovering. And um, some of us were very worried when we first heard the news. But, uh, you know, God is still in the miracle business and she's speedily recovering. All our wish is for us to see if you are back on her feet. And probably we might see her at Rapaholic. We never know. Maybe it can be soon enough. We can see here at this Sistema. You never know. So, yeah. So, this is for Efia Kesi. And then uh, much love to you from this side and from the whole crew of Creative Lens Podcast. We are saying happy birthday to you, Efia. You told me that your birthday is a, a month-long celebration. So, I believe it will continue. And, yes, you requested that I play um, Take My Love by Sark or the featuring Techno. This is for you, Efia. Enjoy. What else? You know what time it is. But when they be pumped, the car in 1995, now we're baby, I'm coming. The shark had the wounds, so we'll be a coming. When you're me, I'm so rough, I'm not what you're coming. So you need to send me. Ah. Baby girl, did you know to do? Yeah. Take me one to fall in love, oh, where? What's the word you need to see? Can I make my woman a woman here and take my man? I don't know how to cry, what you're saying. Baby girl, you didn't make me face you, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh
done them now on to our giveaway so i mentioned in our previous episode that we'll be doing some giveaway so we are doing giveaway we are giving our tickets for uh merry men part three which is showing in silver bed cinema so um this is actually for our audience in ghana uh unfortunately we've had a comment and this comment is coming from kenya um a listener uh, by the name kevin Mwema. he said great shows so this comment came from our spotify platform so to participate in this giveaway you just have to comment in either of our episode the one that you love or you can even tag us on twitter or anywhere you follow us and let's we'll reach out to you okay so only for ghanian audience okay and for kevin so unfortunately you are not qualified but i'm not leaving you like this uh let me play a song from your region a song by diamond platinum he calls this one otani penda i hope you love this song Yes, and we are back. So that was Otani Penda by Diamond Platinum. So I love this song so much. Uh, okay, so let's move on to our topic of the day. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Creative Lens Podcast. Today we have a guest. We have done success here. He is a guru in the music industry. So we are going to talk about publishing and we are going to have an exciting conversation. This is not an interview. Don is a friend and he has a lot of knowledge in the music industry. So today we are going to concentrate on publishing. Yo, Don. Yes, bro. Yeah. So before we go on, I think what would be proper uh, for our audience is for them to know what exactly you do. Yeah, so, okay. My name is Emmanuel Dugache or social media. Um, everybody knows me as Don Success or Sage Kenny. And um, I work with Ditto Music Africa. Um, it's a subsidiary of Ditto Music lo- located in Liverpool. So Ditto Music is a distribution platform um, that helps artists to better distribute their music in order for them to earn money from their hard work like streams and all of that. So I've been working with Ditto for like three years now on the content support and social media side. And 
I do podcasts like this, but it's mostly online on Twitter, Twitter spaces and educate people for them to be aware of like business topics like this, like publishing, music distribution, playlisting and all of that. So um, everything I'm going to say today is not because I went to Google or I was just sitting somewhere and um, Eagle just contacted me to have a conversation with him. I have some knowledge about whatever we are going to discuss today. So that is me. Great, great. Um, so I'm glad that you've cleared the air about the Google thing because sometimes when we are here and we are saying certain things, people think we are just saying things out of our own head. So um, in the course of this week, we made a story about Tito Wusu being signed on to Sony Music West Africa Publishing. Um, yeah, a story about that. Now, um, this is not she's not the only one who has been signed on to that particular um, publishing company. But then... Yes. I want us to look at publishing in itself. When okay. we talk about music publishing, what is music publishing? Okay. Um, how I want to simplify my understanding of music publishing. So music publishing in itself is, is the business of acquiring, um, administering and exploiting the rights to music compositions. So when an artist or a, compo- a, a composer creates a piece of music, they automatically hold the copyright to that work. So music uh, publishing companies help manage and monetize these copyrights. So let's say for Titi Obusu, for example, with the deal that she signed with Sony um, for the publishing side, she is handing over the, 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 the opportunity for Sony to better collect royalties when, let's say, Titi's music is played in a video game or a movie or a concert. So Sony uses its system to generate um, a platform where these things can be tracked and better monetized. That is all publishers do. So they don't just only um, collect the royalties or the the money that is due the artist, but sometimes they pitch the songs to these, um, let's say, if an upcoming movie is coming on and it synchronizes with, let's say, the song that they are having... um, (laughs) Um, the audacity over so i'll make mention of this artist what's his name el he had a song titled hero yes so his distributor uh, publisher at that time pitched a song to a movie and then the song was used in the movie and since then the song had a whole lot amount of um, spotify streams people don't know this they i think when um the aliens are bluffing about numbers they use that as a yastic like a year or two ago they were like they were the most streamed um they have the most streamed song on spotify by a Ghanaian, and the song was used in that movie i've forgotten the title but that was the work of a publisher who knew when to use which song for which movie for the artist to benefit so that is basically what publishing is um in in ghana or in africa we don't have much artists even a-list artists paying attention to this side and they they lose a whole amount of royalties because some of these movies and these um concerts and stuff they play these music and it is their wish that they don't even want to pay the royalties trust me if you give people the chance to use your music for whatever they want they will that's so yes so it is the job of the publisher to make sure that this song that you are using is copyrighted and we hope we hold royalties and we hold ownership to it to it by this artist and you have to pay this amount of royalties for it so um i'll give another example um 
Sack released his album like in 2017, his highest album, and yeah. it's one of the like like the longest charting album in iTunes on iTunes. That's true. That's true. Yeah. The reason why that was was because um at that time Sack had a deal with Dice Recordings in the UK, and I have instances where DJs were in Ghana, like Papa Bills and a couple of like big uh, moguls in the industry who wanted to play songs off their album, and when they started playing it, you know they have it. That's why I said they have the metrics, they have the system where when you are playing it in any place around the world, they will know that you are playing the song. So he so was playing the tracking song. system. A tracking system. So when they were playing the song, like they had a, um, a an email and a call from the publishers. And they were like, we've realized that you're playing the song on your airways in Ghana at this place. Um, we'll be sending you a report on how many times you played it and the royalties are supposed to pay, uh, pay for that. And we know in Ghana, most people don't know what this is. So they are not even ready to pay. So they had to stop. So if you realize that album had only one or two songs that had massive airplay, the rest True. couldn't have the attention that it could because people were not ready to play the, uh, pay for the royalties that the artists deserve. You understand? And so this was that, in 2017, right? 17, yes. That was highest album. I I have this personal encounter because um I was close with somebody who was close with the, 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 the DJ, the Mr. Papa Bills. So he made mention of it and and I, I, I even learned about it before I started working with Ditto. So when I started working with Ditto, I was like, oh, okay, so this is why. And as I said, people like to use your music or your material for whatever purpose they want without paying. So unless you hold them responsible, they'll use it anytime they want. So when they were held responsible and they were questioned to if they want to pay the royalties, that was when they stopped because it's not their fault it's not like they don't want to pay but it's a thing in ghana who, who are we going to uh, send those kind of invoices or charges to to pay oh we <laughs> played we played uh, sarkodie's album back to back in their minds they are doing him a favor yes. you understand so why am i doing you a favor and then i'm paying for the favor that i'm doing for you again so like okay then let's stop if it's going to be cumbersome let's stop so that is basically what publishing is you it's just a um, a company that collects or tracks places where your music has been um, played and also pitch it to those places for you as well so that is publishing okay so um in my understanding the publishing is like a company who collects your royalties for you and then yes as, as they are collecting your royalty they would also have to push your music so that no matter the uh, as they collect the royalty they will also gain um whatever percentage that comes yes that is that is backdoor conversation though they have their um, percentages struck with the artist so if we are to give land you with this um this uh, movie or this uh, video game or this radio stations we are going to like let's say earn 15 percent and so agreement they've agreed um i don't know what details there are in um, this lady's um, publishing deal she's not the only person who, who yes this is one uh, she's not the only one who has published with um sony in the last few years i think um, Kim Promise as well, Sarkozy as well, and even Sina So. So it's it's the it's the awakening of the artist. These are people who are aware of um, the music business. They have team members who understand what they need to do so that no money is allowed to go scot free. You understand? So I I I commend her because I know the person backing her actually. He's actually like a yeah, guru I when it comes to yes, that's he's a guru in in the music industry. So he understands that he needs to do that or else. If Titi should drop a song and it becomes so viral that, let's say, um, it's being played at a very big concert, maybe Drake 
loved the song and when he was performing he played he said oh guys check this uh, this song out i i bumped into it last week and her name is tito and he's been played to like about ninety thousand people like drake's team should That's be able huge. to like you understand so if you didn't sign this deal, all that would have been wasted. That is good money. Trust me, the publishing, they give money safe pass there. The, the, the distribution and the streams where they come to the artists. Trust me. Yeah. They pay good, they pay good, good money for these things. But in Africa, we don't have artists who are more enlightened in this space. So wow. a, lot, a lot of stuff go just go free like that. But would you blame them? Look, the internet is available now. I'll blame the artists mm-hmm. because because um the internet is available to them. You understand? They can yeah. they can see what is going on. Even if I am on my TikTok, the things that I'm interested in appears on my timeline most of the time. So let's say if I'm an artist and I want to know much about my artistry and how to make money from my music, there should be some things that i should be reacting to on tiktok for example i'm making i'm making uh, i'm using tiktok as an example because it's um it works with um algorithm the more you react to let's say publishing videos or content it starts giving you things about publishing for you to learn about so if it's conscious like you are you are wanting you want to like learn much about publishing or distribution or label services or how to know what a bad contract is for example tiktok for example will give you that content mm-hmm. for you to consume so it is you putting yourself in a space where you need to learn a lot. I, I held um, a little short talk for artists just recently, and I realized that most of them want to hand over that knowledge, that education to like, let's say their managers or their investors. But these are also people that you don't know if they have your best interest at heart. You understand? Maybe somebody wants to cheat you and he knows much about the publishing yeah. and distribution. He's not going to tell you what you need to know. You understand? So you, the artist, I'll, yes. I'll blame the artist all the time. You, the artist, you owe yourself that um, that mandate to learn about your music and how to make money from it. So if somebody uh, conversates about um, like a topic and you are knowledgeable about it, you know that the person can't lie to you. So I had one artist that yes. distributed his song and the song was on Apple Music, it was on Spotify, it was on Deezer, um, Boomplay and all of that. But it wasn't on Snapchat and TikTok. So I just put up my phone and I searched it and I was like, I see song. I don't know what came over me, that's, but that's what I asked him. And I searched and it wasn't on Snapchat and it wasn't on um, um, TikTok. And I, since I work with Dito, I know people who come to our DMs when their songs are not live there yet. And we corrected that for them. He didn't know it wasn't there. He didn't know his distributor. He doesn't know the distributor that he's working with. He said his manager. And I was like, yo, man, um, you're not, you're not friends. But this is an advice I give to upcoming artists. Make sure you are aware of these things so that if it doesn't, if it doesn't appear there, you know who you need to reach out to. You understand? Mm-hmm. I want. I want the, the artist to be as knowledgeable as possible because there are a lot of artists that are signing bad deals every day. And after years, they come back and blame the fact that the person who coerced them into signing the deal was a bad person. You were the bad person first time because you didn't, you did, you're not conscious enough to educate yourself in these these things. You understand? So I blame 100% of the time, I'll blame them. If they don't So me, to, uh, okay, let, let me, I'm not trying to hold brief for the artists, right? But you see, I always believe that, that is my personal opinion. I believe that artists are, should be allowed to create. Mm, okay, be allowed to create. However, so, in creating, they should also learn in the process. Exactly. In in creating, in creating, but you know, as a creative or as, a, as an actor. Yeah, and you were saying that artists are supposed to be allowed to create, right? So if if you are you are supposed to be allowed to create, and as a creator, yes, that's I, what I believe. Yes, and as a creator of the music or the art, 
okay you should you should care where it ends up if yeah if you are somebody who builds something for people and it's like us have tagging some artists as underrated okay them not being able to reach their mm. highest potential mm. now if the artist for example or the arts the artist is creating something and is not so worried about how it ends up he will end up creating more and not get anything worth worth from it do you understand the caring is your education like you being after uh, yes after it doesn't take too much time and 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 work for you to be aware of these things trust me if you also if you want to focus only on creating and the art and how to bring it out alone you'll be cheated all around like all the time you you'd have a lot of things passed by you and it'll be like oh people people are against your craft and no they're also they're also protecting their interest do you understand if you if you should choose between somebody who is so, very naive yeah i'm so hearing you i want to know how many publishing companies can an artist sign on to oh you um it's per project you can't sign with two uh, like publishers for a project it's not possible it's it's like distribution actually if you so if you have a project that as an artist you can't say okay let's say you are an artist right and you know uh, for example you want uh, sony to um take off your publishing deals uh, mm. your publishing whatever you do, mm. do in the future your past, i want you to take off my publishing so 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 you want you want um, like there's Sony no, uh, agreement like that or yeah it's it's there is nothing like a, a, a lifetime agreement there is nothing like that it's i am for like let's say a project or a year okay yeah so if after the year ends and you are satisfied with the the, the 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 service that they provided with you. You can renew your contract. You can bring more projects to them. That is dependent on you, the artist. Yeah. 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 When Sark was about to release Party and BS, right? Yeah. yeah. He was spotted at a Dev Jam Island. Okay. So is it that he he gave the publishing rights to Dev Jam Island for that particular song? It's possible. I don't know if he did, but um, I think was it was it okay. Um, what's the name? Um, Year of Return was Island Records, right? Yeah, that was that was it. I don't I don't remember him with the party. And Try. I was asking you, was it a publishing deal he went to seek for? That's question one. Question two, when the album was released, Party and DS was part of the album. So is it possible that a whole body of album can be given to a particular publisher and then one song can be given to a particular publisher company? Yes, yes, it's very possible. Um, I, I, that wasn't the only song Sack signed a different um, publishing deal for. He did the same for um, Year of Return. So artists, artists realize that there are certain songs that you need to treat differently. Like Party and Bosch had, um, what's his name? Doneo and um, what's Idris, the, Elba. The, Idris Elba on, on there. He knows that when he releases that song, it's not going to be played only in Ghana, in the UK. It will be in the US because people know of, of Idris Elba. So he gave that mandate to the Def Jam guys to be able to track where these songs will be played. Now, that song was released as a single and later yes. the album was released as well. So Sir can decide that aside the single, the album, I want the same Def, Def Jam to take over it. Or no, since the album features a couple of people in Africa, I want to sign with Sony rather. See, sometimes the artist weighs the strengths of these publishers and where they can better work and work with them on certain kind of projects. Mm -hmm. You understand? So that was the approach that he did. And look, Sack is not the only person who thinks about these things. He has a solid team yeah. behind him, like Jay Spio and all, all of those guys who advise based on, and they have links with these people. So when they have a lot of meetings, 
it's not only one dis- the publisher that they meet and talk about. They okay. talk and realize that, oh, this person would have the best approach for this project. So let's go for this person. And the publishers were in UK. When when that song was released, we had a good, we had good media um, promo for that song alone. Mm-hmm. They handled that. They 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 published it like they publicized all those stuff for them. Okay. So it's it's an approach for the artists. Yeah. So you see, we are talking about publishing, but sometimes um I myself, although I've been following the music industry for some time now, the the idea of publishing and then distribution confuses me. Do you get it? Mm, because yeah. um I know there are two separate things, right? But yeah. as a publishing company, are they also allowed to do distribution? Or we yeah. should uh, we should discuss distribution separately from publishing or they are intertwined. Yeah, they they work together. They are different, but they work together. You understand? But with the distribution, they deal with the Spotify's, the Apple Music, the Boom Place. And with the publishing, they deal with the movies, the concerts, the theaters, the video games and the radio station so you see where their collection agencies come from do you understand Mm-hmm. publishers are more into stuff that maybe you might not know that is being played you see with spotify you can see the number of people that streamed a certain song yeah but with like a concert you don't know where your song was played. right now if you're an artist you don't know where your song is being played maybe it's mm-hmm. in the pub or somewhere yeah that is the job of the publisher because they have the metrics they know they have the, they have the devices to know where it's being played where it's being pitched and all of that all the movies and everything that it, it's been done in so well, they went they work together for the artist. Okay, so it means that as an artist, it is imperative to have a publisher. Yes, yes. I know an artist in Ghana, I don't know mention names, that had a huge record, yeah, but mm-hmm. had no publishers. And because of that, the song was played like every way, not in everywhere in, around the world. Because the, the guy, the, the, the artist they didn't have a publisher, he lost all the royalties that he was supposed to earn from that. He lost oh. everything. And this is a big artist. He didn't I think I artist. have an idea of the artist you are talking yeah, about. I won't mention it. <laughs> it's not for everyone. Yeah, I, was, I was quite I was quite disappointed though. Because um as, as an artist, as you are growing, okay, um, you need you need a team around you, like mm-hmm. a solid team that you don't know it all, okay. In as yeah. much as I'm, I'm advising that they should learn about these things. Sometimes you don't know it all. So the team around you advise. Oh, before we do this, we need to do this because we need to put this in place and so that when this song is uh, uh, okay then let's do it then we do it then the song gets released and you realize that oh it's been played in Madison Square Garden oh it was it was used in this movie that same artist has has a couple of songs that have been played in movies and there was no royalties for him because he didn't have a publisher for those songs so it's very it's very as you said imperative for an artist to make sure that they are signed to a publisher for whatever projects they are going to like bring so um, I want to know what does the publisher benefit when he signs an artist onto his record, uh, onto his company, what that, what do they benefit? Whether they yeah. go small with with the publisher, it's just like a distributor. They always have a cut. That's the percentage. Let's say with your song was being featured in Ted Lasso, the new series, one of the one of my favorite new series. I I heard a Nigerian song being played on there. So whatever Nigerian artist that is, um, the publisher will get a cut with all the royalties that they are going to collect for the artist. Mm-hmm. That's basically, it's just, that's how it is. It, they are not going to do free work for you. <laughs> Probably the movie series didn't have any interest in putting a song like that on the series. But because the publisher is a big company, they pitched it like, oh, we've, saw, we've seen your scripts, uh, your upcoming script. You have a Nigerian footballer in there and a Nigerian like investor and stuff. It's just quite reasonable if you put a Nigerian song in there as well. And I, I would suggest that you use this song because it's big in Nigeria and it's blown everywhere. Oh, okay, let's do it. 
okay then they negotiate they put the song in there the artist gets his cut the the publisher gets his cut the movie itself you you realizing that your favorite artist song is being played in this movie gives you an interest to go watch the movie and buy it yeah. so that's a plus 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 for everyone okay that is so how they benefit. um this brings me to this particular question uh bisakede's song oh, i've forgotten the title but bisakede had a song played in one of netflix movies now i yes. remember in during one of his interview he said that he had a personal uh, relationship with the wife of the producer so it was the mm. wife of the, of the producer who suggested the song for the producer to use it in the music now in this case um does it mean that bisakede or the wife of the producer served as the publisher and if he or she uh, if the wife doesn't serve or she served as a publisher how is Visakede going to benefit aside from he getting his song being played does he have to get his publishers involved again if he doesn't have a publisher how does he get his royalties out of this movie okay so with the wife of the producer that pitched the song she's not a publisher because she doesn't have the metrics to track how well the song was listened to because of the movie do you understand so she acted as like i don't know an intermediary or an enabler Mm -hmm. to Bisakede and the husband who was doing the the, the movie. Mm-hmm. So it should be a conversation from um, Bisakede's oh. signed publisher. Like maybe because I've heard um, the wife of the producer who reached out to me like, oh, we are going to use your song. Or he heard that they've used his song in the movie. He needs to contact his publisher quickly for that song. Mm-hmm. You understand? And say, oh, uh, there is a new movie coming out or it will be available on Netflix, it will be around the whole world. And I had a conversation with the wife of the producer and she said she was going to use the song for the movie. Please reach out to them on legal terms so that whatever royalties that is due me, I'll receive it. That is all. If that conversation doesn't happen, the wife or the movie or the producer, whoever is involved in the movie, will not be pinched to give this a key, unless there is an argument, uh, an agreement between them that, oh, okay, we are using your song for this movie, which is very lame, by the way. Mm-hmm. If the, the um, conversation happens, oh, we are using your movie, we want to give you 50000 and that is all you're not going to really uh, receive anything again whatever money we get you don't have a cut mm-hmm. you see but you give the the the, the actual publishers the the i don't know that's why i said the audacity the audacity to be able to sue the, the the movie company i know songs that have been taken down because of these things you don't see them on dsps again the same can happen to movies if the artist is is that big and the publisher can exert that kind of um, power over them so i don't know if this arcade had that sit down conversation with the producer and said well just give me this money and let's call it that so or he went back and spoke to her um, his um, publishers to do the work that they, they are supposed to do because that's what he will be paying them to do anyway you understand yeah. if that didn't happen up to now i think the movie has sort of lost its relevance how many people will go back to the movie and go and watch it but they, you they did they did a full album of the movie like if you go on streaming platforms the whole movie every song that was played in the movie they have a full album of you see movie. and you the see song you. bisakele song is there it is it, it was you see what they did was to, for bisakele to re-record the song so mm. in in a way he remade the song for that particular movie so yeah, i'm sure i'm, I'm sure bisakele had a publisher because 
all this conversation that you are telling me about, he should have a publisher, or else I don't know what he's doing. Okay. You understand? It's just it's the same thing that happened with this movie, Black Panther. Uh-huh. There were songs on there that were already out for the artist. They later brought the songs, all the songs together as an album, and some of them they were recorded because of the movie, and they mm-hmm. made it an, a Black Panther album. Do you think Kendrick Lamar, um, uh, Absol, J Rock, and those guys, and Scissor, they were just going to sit down and say, oh, because it's revolutionary, this movie is um, is, is African, it, it's what, 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 what. So let's do it for the Africans. Let's just do this album. No, that that album that was released everywhere. You're saying now that the song was included in an album. You had to re-record some parts and rename it and all of that. They are going to gain royalties again from that album. Aside the movie that they've they've put the song you know that some of we the Ghanaians who are Bisakede fans will be going to go and subscribe and watch you see if you don't have the publishers on your side you will lose everything you'll be doing I don't understand why you don't have a publisher yet you went ahead to re-record the song and no Bisakede has I want to believe Bisakede has a publisher for that song yeah 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 let's 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 even pretend he has but you know what let's take a break we'll be be back shortly because the conversation is becoming interesting and I I have whole lot of questions I would want to ask you. So, um, guys, we will be back shortly. by Sarkoide featuring your brother and this song was taken off the Mary album so that's all we have um so guys you just listen to part one of the music publishing conversation with Don Success this is where time will permit us to bring you this um part of the episode catch us next week as we bring you part two I know it's going to be fire before we bring this episode to a close, I leave you with a song, a new song by Aqua Boa featuring Sarko there. He calls this one Ethy Tree. I heard this song this name. It's stuck in my head. Like, yeah, it's really stuck in my head. So, comme je le dis toujours, à très bientôt les gars. Ciao.
What else? What else?